to the subscribers we're back with another episode it's eyeball network podcast i'm your host jay meeks it's episode 45 i just checked this right before the show i got my guys with me man my guy p boat as always what's up my boy what's What's good you know what i'm saying we back in the building 2022 man happy new year what's up thurston how you doing my guy hey we're here man you know what i'm saying getting money what's up What's up, Rod? What's good with you? What's up, my peoples? Peace and blessings to all. My guy got his uh, good energy spirit on right now. (laughs) So yeah, man. So yeah, we're gonna get into a lot of things, man. Um, We've been gone for a little minute, so we got a lot to get into. Um, It's a few things we'll get into. I won't even run down the topics. We'll just start off with the first one. And I'll say, Let's get into Clay Thompson is about to return. Yeah. And he's been gone for two, uh, almost two years or more than two years. And Kyrie just came back for his first game. So how you feeling? What do you feel like? The, the Warriors is number two in the West right now behind the Suns. Does Clay Thompson come back looking like himself? Does he, does he make the Warriors better or is it going to take him a while? Get into it, Pat. Um, I think he's going to come back looking like himself. The reason why I say that is because Clay ain't really never been like an athletic guy. So I don't really think the Achilles is going to hurt his game too much because he's always just been a shooter. You know what I'm saying? Um, somebody that occasionally puts the ball down on the floor and plays good defense. I think his defense might be affected some, you know, some degree. But as far as shooting, that, that motherfucker can shoot from a wheelchair. I don't think he need to. You know, you give him a little bit of space and he's going to get the shot off. Um, just look how KD came back after his Achilles injury. You know, he didn't look like he was missing a beat. He sat out long enough to let his body heal, right? So I think he'll be just fine. And as far as um, how good do I think they'll be, uh, I don't know. It's kind of hard to say because you got so many guys right now that's rolling because he's not there, like Wiggins and Poole. I feel like when he come back, he's going to mess up the chemistry some kind of way maybe just for the first five or six games, but it, it, it definitely is going to be a, a good thing to see him back on the court. And they still might still finish being number two in the West. How you feel, Rodney? Um, you know, I, I knock on wood. He's very excited, you know, to be back, you know, um, and I hope that excitement doesn't trickle over to being um, a, another in, injury. Mm-hmm. Um, because as we know, you know, when Kevin, when Kevin Durant first came back, he got hurt again, you know, and I know Clay did too last year, but he hadn't come back in a season yet. He got hurt, I think, doing practice or something like that, whatever. Um, the last time, the last time he tried to come back, whatever, last year. Um, I, if no injuries, 
I think that he still is the same because it's like Pat said, he's not athletic. He never needed the ball. You know, he's, you know, he 11 dribbles, 62 points, you know? <laughs> so I think that he'll be good. I don't feel like he's going to mess up the chemistry. I feel like he's going to um, fit in seamlessly because their team is pretty much kind of the same as the 73 and nine team. You know, it looks the same. You still got Draymond, you still have um, Clay, you still have Steph, you still have um, AI, um, and what's name is playing pretty good, Andrew Wiggins and stuff like that, whatever. Uh, they have a solid team. They got solid um, Jordan Poole, all those guys, they're playing well. Gary Payton, uh, he's just dunking on every goddamn body. Yeah. Um, the team is, it's a solid team. It's a solid team that I can, that I, that is very scary. Um, that can do a lot of do a lot of things, um, but uh, the uh, we'll we'll see when playoffs come um, if that happened. But uh, I hope the best for him. I hope that he does uh, prevail because I hate to see people go out with injuries like that. That's uncontrollable. Get into it, Thurston. Yeah, I agree. I agree with what Ryan said. You know, um, it's not like he has to come in there and learn a new offense. You know, saying it's pretty much the same people. Uh, run the same plays. They know what he is best at doing, and so I think they're gonna, it's going to be uh, a lot easier for everyone else. And it's going to be like almost like like Kyrie, like like he like, like he never left. I don't really expect him to come out there and do anything because he doesn't use use athleticism. He's going to be shooting, so it's going to be you know, my man Draymond setting him up. You know, saying Draymond might now average uh, ten assists on top of uh, the eight that he averages now uh, with K. Uh, with uh, Clay being in there. Yeah, I know. Yeah. The, and he's going to be defensive player of the year. Clay Thompson going to be defensive player of the year? Uh, no, no, sorry, Draymond. Draymond's going to be defensive player of the year. So, but yeah, this I just year? think that he's going to add. Yeah, he's going to do this year. He voted because he said he's the best player, the best defensive player in the league, bro. I mean, he can say that all he want, but you know. I'm gonna I'm gonna let you have your Draymond point today, man. I ain't even gonna say nothing. Thank you, I appreciate it. <laughs> so yeah, I expect him to come out there, and I think I expect him to be uh, at number one. Like I said, I just not I'm not a believer in the Suns because I think they still need like a third piece. Like I'm here in in Arizona, I see it. Booker is nice. He's not Kobe. You know what I'm saying? Like stop talking about Kobe and Shaq. They need He's a fourth Kobe. piece. You don't consider them them having three right now. I don't consider them having three. You know what I'm saying? Mikel okay. Bridges, like, you know, consistently. I'm saying like, CP3, okay. D, D Booker, and Aiton. I don't, mm -hmm. I, don't, I don't really think Aiton's like that. I think, like, he can be chicken out of the game, you know what I'm saying? If they don't run plays for him, I don't think, like, he can go in there and create high, uh, create offense by himself, you know what I'm saying? He looked good in the playoffs, though, for most part. For most part. Aiton nice, bro. He was nice in Arizona. He's just not giving him the ball. And last year, Jimmy, just to, to react to that part of him looking good last year, he grew up in the playoffs last year. So it was it's hard to defend someone like that when they're growing. You're growing up. So it's like, well, damn, this guy's growing up every single game until he hits his peak and he hit that peak. So it's now he's not growing anymore. So now players know how to pretty much know how to guard him in a way. That's why I don't say he's a third, like that third option, because he's not getting dominant numbers or consistent numbers every single game. That's you don't really need him though. That's not really, for me, that's not his really his role. 
especially when he got Devin Booker who can get you 20, 25 shots a night. And CP3 going to get you 18 shots sometimes, up to 25 shots. Yeah. So um, I just feel like – and they're number one in the West. So everybody's playing their role good. So, I mean, I, I feel like they have a big three, you know, a nice big three. That's why Aiton's a max player. You know, so, I mean, I don't know. I, I think y'all tripping with the Aiton joint. I like Aiton. Go ahead, Thurs. Finish your point, my guy. No, I mean, like I said, it, it looked like, um, you know, CP's been in the playoffs, uh, you know, a lot, and he always – Boom, disappears. It's like just like last year where he said, you know, he disappeared where where uh had Pat brought this up where when Drew Holiday was on him, he caught that rock up. You know, mm-hmm. saying especially at this time of his career, you know, you're so close. He was like two more games away. You needed to really, you know, have the <clears throat> excuse me, have the eye of the tiger. You need to have the eye, eye of Kobe, you know, saying like, hey, Booker ain't hitting, feed me the rock, you know, saying take over when that high pick and roll whatever with Aiden and let's keep it going. But Seb, it didn't happen like that. He has a couple of turnovers, you know, it, it, I just don't, I just don't think we can have, well, I don't think I have enough trust into CP3 in the playoffs to really get them over the hump. So that's why I think I okay. need a third person, you know what I'm saying? That's consistent. Okay. Well, I doubt they make any moves being number one seed. I feel like they, they think they got enough and, um, I think they can, you know, they're going to they make a run in the West, man. I, I, the only team that's I see them competing with is the Warriors. And, um, yeah, I mean, it's pretty, pretty much it. I mean, the Clippers, uh, okay. is, gonna, uh, Clippers is number eight oh, yeah. seed. The Lakers is, like, number five, six seed. Um, Lakers got a chance. You know, we'll get into the Lakers, but. Dallas, don't, don't, don't give out Dallas. Every Utah, time that- Utah is, like, number three right now. Oh yeah, Utah. Utah's another good regular season team. Memphis, Dallas, Memphis. <laughs> okay, you know they they looking good, but I don't I don't know they, how they scrappy. I don't know if I could trust that. That's just in season though. Memphis ain't no threat. When I I don't really believe in them when it comes to the playoffs. Just like I don't believe in Utah. It's yeah, like the Nuggets, the Nuggets is after the Lakers and the Clippers. Yeah, bro. I mean the West is looking kind of weak this year. I ain't lying. And I know people say Kawhi Leonard might come back, but it's like, how good can he really be? Yeah, he's gonna be able to bring them. I mean, he. I mean, if he comes back before the season, then he could just play a nice little Clay Thompson role because he's almost halfway there now. Yeah, I know mm-hmm. they said he can come back before the season then. Yeah, before the season ends, and then put Pete. I mean, Paul George come back. They got they, a nice squad. Oh, with, yeah, if he yeah. just plugs right in, and and the way they they showed it in the playoffs last year after he left is. He can really play a decent role without having to do as much, hopefully, when he comes back. So, you know, we'll see how that works out. But um, I agree with y'all on the Clay Thompson. I won't take long on that. You know, every we all agree he's a stationary, catch-and-shoot kind of player. So he's going to get his shots regardless. And if you watch him in warm-ups and practice and shit now, the nigga can make 60 straight, 50 straight, 40 straight. So if you leave him open at all in the game, it's pretty much a guarantee he's going to make – 60% of the 70% of the wide open joints. And if you contested them, you probably make 50% of those. So, you know, I feel like Clay's going to be Clay when he comes back. Defensively, he's not going to be the same guy, though. Um, he's going to, it's going to take him a while to keep that, get that lateral quickness up, up underneath him. So mm-hmm. we'll see what happens with that. Um, and then next, let's just transition into Kyrie. Uh, I will, I'll start off with the Kyrie because, you know, I'll be talking my, my Kyrie stuff and I've been defending him when certain people be, you know, not not giving him his credit or 
you know, giving him too much blame for shit. But, you know, Kyrie, um, first of all, we as we know, he couldn't play this year because he didn't get vaccinated. Secondly, he, he they offered for him to play half the games because New York has the mandate stating that you can't play or, you know, work in certain facilities if you're not vaccinated. Understood. He did not want to not play. They told him, never mind on you playing the road games. We don't need you, basically. Go ahead home until you decide to get vaccinated. And then, ironically, COVID takes over the whole team, all of the vaccinated people. And then um, now Kyrie is being called to come save the day and show up to, even though he's not vaccinated, y'all can take him now. But nothing changed as far as his vaccination status. So, you know, that's very ironic. And if there was a game of chess being played, Kyrie won that when y'all caught him and, and, and didn't make him get vaccinated and let him play. When you should have just let him play from the gate. It was no reason why he should not have been able to play. Bradley Bill and certain other players is not vaccinated. And, they're, and they, they play. And I don't hear nobody bashing none of them dudes either. Nobody talking about them. They not in the news. It's mad unvaccinated players. Yeah, 96% of the league is not vaccinated. But do the math on 4%. It's enough players for y'all to be saying something about, but nobody says anything. It's just Kyrie's the only guy being bashed in the news. Unlike Aaron Rodgers, who's also says openly uh, in his press conferences, I'm not vaccinated. So that's why people don't like me, X, Y, Z. Kyrie don't even talk that type of stuff. And everybody just gives him so much you know, heat or whatever. So I just want to say, I'm glad Kyrie's back. I'm glad he got to come back. I wish he got better support from some of his teammates, you know, a lot Kevin Durant and James Harden, because both of them just kind of threw their hands up once dude said he want to stand up against not being vaccinated. They kind of threw their hands up and didn't uh, say much. But yeah, um, but he had a good game on his first game back. So, yeah, just happy to see the, the league needs Kyrie, man. If you ask me, the, the Kyrie is a showstopper, bro. Kyrie is, is a show every night you see him. So when we wasn't, you can uh, smirk, Pat. But when we don't see Kyrie, though, the league is less, it's not as, it's not as entertaining to watch, bro. You ain't got nobody doing what Kyrie does on a nightly basis. There's not one player in the league that does what Kyrie does. So, yeah, we and that's why he won the championship and hit the game winner and don't get credit for none of that. You know what I'm saying? But. I know I'm going to be long with it, man, but yeah. Go ahead, get into it, Thirst, man. I know you got a lot to say about Kyrie, too. We have to start with Kyrie's season debut in Indianapolis last night. They were visiting Indiana. Remember, he is eligible to play there, not at home. He is a part-time player, but he was not a part-time player last night. He had some good moments in the first half, Will Bond. You can see across there, eight points, three of seven shooting in the first. Reasonable expectations were met, and maybe then some, Malika. Absolutely. We weren't expecting a 40-piece last night, were we? Uh, well, we weren't yeah. expecting that. We weren't expecting that from Kevin Durant. We still had a little bit of good Kyrie, though. In the third quarter, he got going just a little bit more, doing what Kyrie does, shaking defenders, getting all the way to the hoop. Uh, his ability to finish and find teammates when he wants to are not diminished. Absolutely not. It looks like they were riding a bike there. And then in the fourth quarter, you know, he hit that shot to end the third. This is when he really got going. The Nets were in fine form here because, look, they were down by double digits. Now, all of a sudden, up three. Kyrie hits a jumper, makes it up five. He was the guy that they needed to provide some energy. Remember, they had lost three straight games going into this. And Kyrie, you know, he did. He gave them a boost. It was an injection. You could see it physically, literally. Well, he had 22 points overall, but 10 of those points, they came in the fourth 
quarter. That's the most by any player on either team in this game. He gives his jersey to his dad afterwards. Here are the Nets after the game. Hey. 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 Yes, sir, baby. Yes, sir. Appreciate you, God. But it was amazing to have him out there. I mean, I just missed his presence around the locker room, his energy, his vibe around the team. His game is just so beautiful and makes the game so much easier for everybody out there. It was amazing to see him out on the floor again. The crowd showed him so much love. Just the game of basketball is happy to have him back. I've had a lot of debuts, but nothing comes close to this one. You know, as a performer, I still get nervous. Um, I settled down closer to the second half. You know, once I came back out, and I just said, whatever's needed out there, I'm just going to do. And I know everyone's going to follow suit like they've been doing all season. Being out of the game for eight months and coming back in, it meant a little bit more. So the Nets improved to 12-3 and three over the last two seasons, including the playoffs when Durant, Harden, and Irving all play. And they were certainly at their best with the trio together last night, outscoring the Pacers by 16 in the 17 minutes with all three stars on the floor. So big. Well, you know, uh, I've been, I, I had an interesting conversation about this yesterday. You know, I called my, my friend and he just like, I told you. And he's like, well, told me what, because, you know, they're still uh, stuck on defense. And it's like, well, there's a couple of things I still want to see happen. Um, I think they still it's the trade uh, Joe Harris. Um, you know what I'm saying? But I, I, don't, I don't expect them, you know. But then again, I don't, I don't really see any defensive team. Like, who's a defensive team? In the regular you know season, especially. You know what I'm saying? It's just like, I don't think, like, who's stopping anybody from scoring? There's no one that's, like, going to stop somebody from scoring. Might slow down. Might, you know, I think there's defensive specialists, you know. You know what I'm saying? But like I said, there's no defensive team to me. And you just see that they need Kyrie. You know what I'm saying? Uh, to me, Brooklyn is the only team that doesn't need like a full season to come together. I just think how he just dropped them in there. He was able to just come off. And it, it, like I said, it, like he never left. You know what I'm saying? He's like a little yeah. rest, you know what I'm saying? The rest, but after that, it just, it was on. The handles was there, the, the hezzy. Yes, yeah. to stop the off one day, everything was like it was Kyrie. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I think that's what they need. Uh James Harden, um, he it's just like Kyrie, you know what I'm saying? He just had an instant offense just to go out there and come in and score. It's like tonight's game, they got blown out, you know what I'm saying? And it's no rivalry between the Bucks and the Nets without Kyrie. Say that when Kyrie was there. I just want to say that. But I'm happy for Kyrie. Um, I think that was stupid for them to try to pull that off. And then, you know, uh, the snake bit them in the butt and now he's back. Um, I'm just looking for them to go ahead and get the championship um, this year. You know, I'm going to just go ahead and pass it on. I know uh, Pat and think Rod uh, might come back, but Talk I'm going to pass it to Pat, Pat Boat. And, be, you know and wait, before you finish, I want you to tell me uh, why Pat, why uh, Kyrie is not missed in the league. You want me to start off with that? You know, nah, whenever you want, my boy. Go ahead. I mean, so what we saying right now, we talking about what? How I feel about Kyrie being back? Yeah. Make that back. Yeah, shit. tell the truth. I don't give a damn, bro. Like, <laughs> like <laughs> I'm just being honest with you. Like, yo, but like, here's the thing. I will agree with Thurston that that's the only team in the NBA I say that you can just throw all the guys on the court and all the chemistry seems to work just fine. And it's because I guess the three stars really just feed off each other. They're all unselfish players. Uh, I don't know about Kyrie, but they all are unselfish players. And they game fits each other. Like, most of them can dribble and penetrate. Most of them can shoot. They can uh, get you assists. Um, they can score in multiple ways. They're three-level scores. They can score from the out, in. They can go to the basket. 
So, I mean, it makes that team hard to stop when they got a lot of firepower. But for me, man, I'm going to tell you the truth. I don't really think Brooklyn sent him home because of this whole COVID thing. I think they sent him home because they know Kyrie Irving's injury prone. And he got hurt last year. He gets hurt every year. So I feel like they sent him home to rest up, heal up, stay in shape, and be ready when it's time to get towards the playoffs. Because honestly, I don't know the last time Kyrie Irving has played a full season. And I feel like they if he got vaccinated, would you think they would have did that? Hell no, because I mean that that was a scapegoat, in my opinion. Okay. Yeah, I, I don't think they would have did it then. It would have been kind of awkward to tell him just go home. But I feel like with the COVID thing and him not wanting to get it, it kind of lines up perfectly. James Harden and, and Kevin Durant can carry us long enough so you can be ready. Because I don't really know what type of injury he had last year in the playoffs. I don't think nobody really quite it was knew. His, it was his ankle. His ankles. He sprained his ankle in, in, the, in, in game three of the Bucks, I think. Game three, I think. Yeah, he came down. From was it like a high ankle sprain? It looked bad. It was bad, but yeah. Well, he I'm came not. down on his ankle, like on his, like, I think like his tippy toes, somebody in there. Yeah. So, Boom. okay, so here's my thing with Kyrie. The handle is amazing. Some of the moves he do is, is, is crazy, but I don't think that, like, the NBA needs Kyrie. I feel like you get those same moves from Steph and Dane. And Kimba, Dame and don't do guys, they all can cross and do these different up and unders or these jellies, and they all can do that. I mean, that's pretty much all guards that can do those moves now. Not his Bobby. handle, not his handle, but the shots that he made, definitely. Kyrie's I, I, a better finisher than Steph and Dame. But go ahead. I mean, that's that's opinion in my you know in my in my opinion. I think they do it just as good as him. So I, I think it's good to see him back okay. as far as balance and competition. But I ain't gonna say the NBA or the fans missed him. He ain't really a he ain't really a likable guy. Like oh, the people that like Kyrie are Kyrie fans. Other than that, nobody really cares about him like that. Nobody really gives if him. If you his don't, if like, you watch basketball, watch Kyrie and don't appreciate him, then you just don't appreciate the game, Pat. He's literally basketball. He's a like AI of this generation, bro. Well, well, okay, okay, just quick, real quick before I let Rob get on. Like, yeah. I've never heard anybody say, I'm a Giannis fan, but everybody appreciates him. How you ain't heard nobody say they're a Giannis fan, Pat? I don't see people saying I'm a Giannis fan. Pat, you well, I'm, inter- well, I'm rooting no, for Giannis. The internet, I, don't hear, I don't hear nobody say they're rooting for Giannis. Pat, but I think everybody internet, appreciates bro. what he do. I don't hear nobody saying they're a Booker fan, but they appreciate what Devin Booker do. I think it's the out... <laughs> The off the court antics that Kyrie do that people don't really agree with. He's he's kind of socially awkward, bro. And let's be honest, I agree with a that. Good, he ain't a good locker room guy either, bro. Like I know people say he ain't that bad of a guy, but I don't really think Kyrie Irving is one of those guys who's gonna get his team huddled up like a point guard is supposed to do and get people. To, he's not a leader. I've been saying that about him. He's a hell of a player, but if you want Kyrie Irving to lead your team and set an example, he ain't that guy. Well, that's why he has two other superstars next to him. That's true, so. but you can't get. And why would Kevin Durant and James Harden want to play with him if all those things you said was true? Why would they want to play with a guy like that? They know I mean, that. Like I said, he's a hell of an offensive talent. No, it's talent. The media. I'm just saying, if he's not, if he's a bad teammate, a bad locker room guy, he's not a leader. Like. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> yes, sir, baby. Yes, sir. Appreciate you, God. But it was amazing to have him out there. I mean, I just missed his presence around the locker room, his energy, his vibe around the team. His game is just so beautiful and makes the game so much easier for everybody out there. It was amazing to see him out on the floor again. The crowd showed him so much love. Just the game of basketball is happy to have him back. Same thing that Tom, the same thing that Antonio Brown said about Tom Brady yesterday or the day the other day. He Kyrie said got to Antonio Brown. It damn near close. Wow. But go ahead, man. Continue. Man. Shit. That's a terrible comparison. Not terrible. You got you think about one of the, you think about over the years. Kyrie the doesn't lash out on his teammates. He doesn't lash out on the general man. He don't do none of that shit, bro. So no, it's a terrible comparison. He didn't lash out on the Celtics. No, he didn't lash out. When, at what point did he lash? There was no lashing, my guy. I think he did call out his teammates. I, I think so. What had, teammate did he call out? All he did was get mad at Gordon Hayward for not passing the ball at one of them no. joints at the end of the game. No, and, he, and, really and he didn't get mad in the public. He just, like, got mad at him at, like for not passing the ball. He said something to him. He didn't say nothing in the press or nothing. Kyrie Come has on. never been toxic. Only thing he ever said was, I don't want to play with LeBron. And that's why y'all don't like him, bro. That's why everybody hates him, bro. <laughs> every every Before he said that, the world did not have a problem with it, Kyrie, bro. Is it my turn now? No. Okay. Make yeah, sure. Yeah. Because obviously, you know, Jimmy doesn't believe exactly that I'm a Kyrie fan, but it doesn't really matter. I've always been a Kyrie fan. I have since. I didn't say you're not a Kyrie fan. So what? Go ahead. The nigga played nine games in Duke and came out and was the number one draft pick in the damn in the league. I've been a fan of Kyrie Irving. That's my guy. I love him. Yeah. And does he have his off the court antics? He does, which is why, as far as him not getting the vaccine, is magnified. And you can't compare it to Bradley Bill. You can't compare it to Aaron mm-hmm. Rodgers. Compare it to those guys because he does other things that. He does other things that make everything that he does, just like I said, magnified. You know what I mean? So in that case, yeah, they're going to talk shit about Kyrie Irving for not getting the vaccine because of all the other things that he actually does. We don't know what angle he's coming out of. Is he coming out of negative? If Kyrie was white, a la Aaron Rodgers, nobody would give a shit. We ain't, though. So we can't say that shit. We ain't. God I'm just it. telling you, it's a double standard that's just not not being uh, talked about. But go ahead. I, I don't. I don't. I don't give a damn about it. Matt, they Aaron Rodgers is not vilified for not getting vaccinated. But go ahead. New York make the mandate for Kyrie Irving. They made the mandate for New York people. <laughs> they didn't make right. it for Kyrie. Just yeah, like so they that's why he should have been playing in the road games like every other player that doesn't want to uh, be vaccinated. Behind those doors, just like that's like I'm, I'm not comparing them again to Antonio Brown, but. Antonio Brown had his side of the story. Bruce Aarons had his side of the story. It's two sides of a story. We don't know what happened. You know what I'm saying? We just don't know. You know what I mean? At the end of the day, I'm happy that Kyrie Irving is back. I'm a fan of it. Now, I don't agree with you saying exactly that he's needed for basketball. He's not. I do consider Kyrie Irving one of the best basketball players in the league. And that's just not the, not the he's just hands down. He's if not needed got, for basketball, though, but he's if, one of the best players. Okay. If we're playing basketball, Kyrie Irving is one of the first players I'm picking. That's just hands down. You know so what I'm he, saying? So he's needed for basketball, but go ahead. I'm not saying that he's needed. He's not He's not needed. It's, that's just basketball talent. He just, he can, he can, Brandon, Derrick Rose was a, ba- was a great basketball player. Hell, Steve Francis was a, a fucking great basketball player. You know what I'm saying? Very but nice. it's just... <laughs> 
it's just like um it but it doesn't mean exactly that he's needed for that he's needed for basketball he's i want him to play ball but he's not the face of it, the face of the nba that's not that's that's not that's not no, taking that i'm just saying when kyrie is not playing basketball the moves that he does nobody yeah. else is doing them so it's, nope. i'm it's just like if you it's just like if Kobe's the only Kobe was the only guy, for example, Kobe and MJ during their eras were the only guys hitting a consistent fadeaway. When you take mm-hmm. that shit away, we don't get to see nobody hitting the fadeaway at the consistent rate no more. That's Kyrie when he's gone, bro. We're missing out on, on a show stop. He's put literally putting on a show every every game. Russell Westbrook, he he he's turning the ball over and uh and when he was playing good, he was getting triple doubles. <laughs> But he doesn't put on a show as far as a point guard is. That's what Kyrie is doing. And Steph puts on a show. What about LaMelo Ball? You want to come up so bad. Mm, mm. What'd you say? LaMelo Ball put on a show? LaMelo Ball doesn't put on a show every night. But LaMelo Ball got some moves, boy. I watch LaMelo as many times as I get a chance. I like LaMelo. But I'm saying, stop comparing Kyrie to LaMelo Ball. No, I ain't saying that. He puts on a show every time he on the floor, bro. You're talking about far as things that are electrifying, like his yes. dribble, his stuff like that, whatever. Not going out winning. And he's scoring. Teams. No, he's scoring points when he's doing those things, bro. Yeah, and Lamelo's scoring points and, and giving and assisting people. Lamelo, yeah, he's doing good, bro. I'm not trying to compare the two. I'm not trying to hate on Lamelo. Two guys. I'm not saying that. Let's, let's, let's put that disclosure out there. I'm not comparing those guys. I'm talking about the entertainment. There's still entertainment in the league. You know what I'm saying? I'm not putting Kyrie out the league. I so want you entertained by Lamelo when Kyrie's gone. That's my point. Thank you. Go ahead. I didn't. I, I look. I want Kyrie to play, but when I watch Lamelo. I'm like, damn. I, he's like the wish version of Kyrie. No, no disrespect to Lamelo, but I'm just saying it's like, damn. If Kyrie was, I wish I could watch a Kyrie play. That's how I was feeling, bro. But y'all niggas <laughs> don't appreciate Kyrie's game enough to 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 feel like that while he's gone. But if exactly. I if I ask you, is LeBron needed in the game? We know what you're gonna say. But go ahead. Um, Yeah, Kyrie is needed for the game just because of the skill set that he brings to the game. Like you were talking about LeBron is needed for the game, but Kyrie has a way better skill set than LeBron does, bro, top to bottom. He's just way smaller than LeBron. And we talked about Klay Thompson being a standstill shooter. He can get 62 points or whatever off 11 dribbles. That's great. That means he's a, a sharp shooter, literally. And that means, but you're saying that because he doesn't have the other skills that Kyrie does. So therefore, you should appreciate the guy who can do all those other things, Rodney. Saying that I don't, I never said I don't. I said I, I started off this conversation said I appreciate Kyrie Irving, and I'm a huge fan of his. Now, the thing about it, miss you when you leave, then you're needed for the game. That's what I mean. Whether it's LeBron, whether it's Kyrie, whether it's KD. Clay Thompson, I'm gonna miss Clay Thompson when he leaves because that nigga's a sharpshooter. We're not gonna have another Clay Thompson when he's gone. But go ahead. You're gonna miss Russell Westbrook when he's gone too. I mean, I like Russell That's sometimes. You like Russell. So we'll get into that. Let me pause it. Yeah, All right, so, Rodney, give your last thoughts on Kyrie. Uh as like I said, I mean, I'm proud of that. I'm proud that Kyrie Irving is back. You know what I'm saying? I'm happy for the Nets, you know, so they don't have any more um excuses outside of that he can't play the home games. Um, but just a correction, you know, Bradley Bill did get vaccinated. Okay, it was like mad other players, so you corrected but one you said player. Bradley, Bradley Bill's vaccinated. You corrected one so. player out of like just 35 other players. You, you mentioned Bradley Bill, so I just told you. He's and vaccinated. I mentioned the other players, so thank you. Who? I said Bradley Bill and Matt, other players are not vaccinated. I, I don't know Matt, other players. Us, whether we name them or not, it means nothing, but go ahead. 
Well, I've told you. Justin Thank Isaacs. you for that uh, useless information, sir. It's not useless. Anyway, um, yeah, man, I'm happy for the Nets. So it can be a, it'd be solid. So I can't wait to AD, AD come back. Okay. All right, so let's get into um, – let's talk about the Lakers. Um, the Lakers have been – we'll call it a struggle this year. We, we expected them to somewhat struggle with a new team. Um, they incorporated Russell Westbrook, as we know, and he's leading the league in turnovers. Um, LeBron has played, let's say, 60% of the season, 70% of the games. Um, and he's been playing good as in the games that he has played. He has, he has been having a good uh, individual um, year so far. Um, and the Lakers, though, are a mediocre um, bottom-tier team as far as uh, contending terms. And, you know, in the, in the Western Conference is very weak this year. So for them to be struggling to be at 500 is just, you know, it's, it's tough, man. Uh, we know Anthony Davis has been hurt, has been out. Um, they've, they got injuries and COVID has been taking over the league and everybody this year. So that's not even an excuse for nobody at the end of the day, get out there and play. And it's my opinion that they need to shorten this damn season. Like y'all still trying to milk these 82 games and get all these people in packed up in these, uh, Omicron, uh, uh, infested arenas, but you should just, uh, shorten the season to like 50, 60 games. And it was just get straight to the playoffs. And then, you know, we'll have, we don't have to worry about this COVID stuff the whole time. And, you know, and it's this, the regular season is now just completely tainted and half them niggas don't play no defense anyway. So um, because they know it's regular season, they don't want to get hurt. They know it's not worth it. And they just save all their energy for the playoffs. So that's why the, the rosters get shortened. They only play seven or eight guys in the playoffs anyway. But as far as the Lakers, man, I, I'll just ask the question, do we still consider them a contender? Do we still think they are a championship level team? Pat, go ahead and start it off. Boy, so much shit to unfold on this one, bro. I ain't gonna lie. I don't even think we got enough time. Yeah, we do. I, I don't know. Bro. <laughs> right. Into it. I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say yes, because they got AD and they got Braun and they got Russell Westbrook. Uh, you know, I mean, they do got three stars, bro. And even though Phoenix is number one and Golden State is number two, they still don't have a – they ain't got a hold on it like a number one seed. You know, remember how the Lakers was number one in the West with Kobe and Shaq? You felt that shit. I don't really feel that with Phoenix. I just feel like Phoenix is there by default. Like, I feel like they there because nobody is trying. Now, they got a good team, Nucleus, and, it, and, and Golden State is very exciting because they got – you know, the Gary Payton Jr., the, the Wiggins, the, the Poole, Draymond, they got the nucleus flowing up there. I, I like that team atmosphere, but it's like, you need stars in the playoffs, bro. Star, you know, we all know that stars push the playoffs, bro. Like, the season shit is cool, but when you get in the playoffs, bro, you got to have them dogs on your team. Now, I don't know if Klay Thompson can be a dog this late into the season and been sitting out years and then kind of like what Thurston said like even though Phoenix is cool they missing something so I don't know man I think the Lakers still can be that team bro but I'm gonna tell you Russell Westbrook got to quit thinking he got to get a triple double to fucking win bro like it's it's to the point where like bro 
your triple double ain't helping. Like if he would just understand that, let me just go out here and get 18, six and six, whatever's going to help the team win two turnovers. They could win. But with him trying to get this triple double every night, bro, it's too much on the team, bro. Like, and that's why I was saying, like, you got to have a leader at the point guard, and that's not Russell. Or just, stop thinking about stats, period, and just play. Just play, bro. Like, at this point, you join LeBron and AD. Whatever stats you come up with should be enough. Chris Paul ain't going out there trying to get 20 and 10. If he mm-hmm. go out there and get 8 and 8 and they win, he's happy. Right. Russell Westbrook just won't allow that. And then you got this fool to get out there and then he don't like to take criticism. You, you stunk it up tonight, bro. You, you had eight turnovers. I was playing within a team offense. I, I, he don't take no criticism, bro. No point guard is ever going to win that can't take criticism. That's him. He Even when he make mistakes, he feel like he ain't did shit wrong. Yeah. You heard what he yeah, said bro, the other I, day after the game. Basically, like, I'm, I'm out here to be able to turn the ball over whether y'all like it or not. That was like crazy for him to say. Come like, on, bro. What leader or point guard you want to hear say stuff like that? I'm allowed to turn the ball over 10 times a night. No, the hell you ain't. Yeah. You, you goddamn can, but, point guard. but you you should be on you should not be playing point guard anymore. Traded or not traded. Is he gonna be there all year? Shit, we can't trade that motherfucker for a goddamn pack of peanuts. <laughs> yeah, he, he made too much money, bro. Make too way too much, yeah, exactly. There's a way to trade him. I don't know if they talk about it, Rodney. What, what, what's gonna? What, what you feel? Um, get into the I, Lakers I, and then talk about trading Westbrook since you said it's a way to trade them. I feel yeah. I, I feel the same way as Pat. I feel like they still are a contender because of who they. Have. You know, I have to respect the fact that LeBron is a proven champion. Um, he is. He's been to the playoffs every year. Damn there. Um, their team is struggling. They are. Uh, LeBron is playing, you know, he's playing, I think he's playing too much and too great and doing too much um, for the team to be great. You know what I mean? It's, he's trying to fill the holes, you know, and that's going to, that's going to put a wear on him um, come playoff time. And he's going to rely heavily on Anthony Davis, you know, to pick up that, that, that slack. Um, just like I said, I think, I think Westbrook should be good with scoring 10 to 15 points a game. You know, um, I think the best, their, their best consistent player for the most part outside of LeBron has been, um, Monk has been good and Carmelo has shot fucking amazing. You know, he, he has, and I'm, I'm proud of that part. That's why I'm not scared to say that they are contenders. You know, I'm, I, I don't trust them for the most part, but I'm not. I'm not giving up on them, you know, because they they still are a pretty talented goddamn basketball team. So I got to give them the, um, respect what respect is due. But they are struggling a lot against teams. Now, the games that they're losing, they'd be up 15 goddamn points. And then it just sizzles out. The fourth quarter, top of the fourth quarter, end of the third quarter, they just, you know, it just goes which way. LeBron comes out, and it's just a wrap from there. And then he starts throwing up stupid shots <laughs> and shit, right. you know. Westbrook um, missing free throws. I mean, missing free throws, missing layups, missing dunks. You know what I'm saying? Losing games and shit like that, whatever. So I think that's the case. But there was, and to get into the Westbrook trade, 
it's 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 kind of taking another like uh you know um risk but there's a guy out there that's sitting on the sitting in the, sitting at his house that has the same exact uh same exact contract as damn um Western Westbrook that they can trade mm-hmm. for. John Wall. That ain't gonna make them no better though. Shit, I take John Wall. They will. I take John Wall, but John Wall will score. He can get to the bat. He can shoot a little bit better than Westbrook. He is a he is he is at the time when he was before he got hurt. I feel he's he was better bad. than that. <laughs> he's a better point guard. He's a I better than that. pulling the ball. He's a better decision maker than Russell yes. Westbrook is. Yeah. I take yeah. him. I but take him and he it can trade him. The Wait, things that there is things that Russell does do well for the Lakers when he's not turned the ball over, he does add things. And John Wall can do this, he's just gonna do the same thing, you know. And Russell has had a couple of decent games for the Lakers, but this is at the end of the day, this is the team that the Lakers decided to go with. They said that Russell was gonna be the guy that was gonna be able to uh combat Anthony Davis and, and LeBron's injuries and age. And all of that. And, um, yeah, this is the team that LeBron chose. Like, he does every team. He picks it from top to bottom. So, at the end of the day, this is the squad, you you know, you got to ride with. Now, do I feel like they're a contender? Um, nah, I can't say you're a contender. They're like a bottom tier. They're a team that has a – they're like a puncher's chance, you know. Like, they do have this squad that has a chance to do some damage, but – the odds are very much not in their favor, and especially with the way the team is constructed right now. You don't have enough shooters, and the guys who do hit, like Malik Monk and them, and Melo, Melo also has nights where he doesn't make anything. He has, like, well, he's, like, two for fucking 18 and shit like that. So, um, you know, I just, I don't know that, I don't trust Melo to be that Kyle Korver type of shooter in, in on the wing when the playoff comes. Um, but Melo is my guy. You know, I expect him to still get some buckets, man. He's also a liability on defense. So I just feel like if I'm looking at the Suns and the Warriors and even the Clippers with Kawhi, I think there are teams that will definitely beat the Lakers this year in the playoffs. And even Utah has a chance to beat the Lakers the way they look right now. So um, so I would I would say that the Lakers are are not a contender, but they are they do have a puncher's chance a chance to damn they could go to the finals I, I would never say that they won't go to the finals but I, but they also can be out in the first round or they could also miss the playoffs and if they miss the playoffs that is the craziest shit in the world if you if you miss the playoffs oh wow so but get into it thurston man i know you got a lot to say uh not too actually not too much but the interesting thing i had to look up right is okay the the lakers are like the six in the west but if you look at the teams that they have played, they have a really crappy schedule and they really don't have no big wins over any playoff teams. I think the teams yeah. that they're beating was Sacramento, Minnesota, Portland. They lost to Memphis. They beat uh, Houston. And after that, they lost to Brooklyn, lost to San Antonio, lost to Phoenix, lost to Chicago, and they lost to Minnesota. And they be uh Dallas. So I mean the team and they're, they're just playing everyone over and over and over again throughout the season. Yeah. I'm looking, I don't really see no like okay, they beat like two or three like playoff uh playoff teams right now. I, yeah, I don't even see that right now. Teams for sure. They, it's been playing they play like Houston like four or five times. You know what yeah. I'm saying? They playing like you know what I'm saying everyone else like four or five times Minnesota, Portland, and I'm not really seeing 
like, oh, I could, I'm not really seeing contenders, Jaded Chu, because just looking at their win category and who they played, they haven't really played anybody with a winning record. To me, saying that they are a contender, just looking at, looking at it right now. Yeah. So for them to all Mackey just, you know, turn around and, and bring the people that were injured and now off COVID, it's just like a, a big gumbo pot. You know what I'm saying? That you just not in a gumbo because gumbo tastes good when you put all the seasoning together. It's a bunch of goulash because you still got, um, you know what I'm saying? I think Kevin Dunn hasn't played. Uh, no, sorry, Kendrick Dunn. He hasn't played. It's just people who haven't, play, haven't played. And you're just going to throw them in there. You got 80 still coming back. I mean, it's just like to then all of a sudden put it together and then make this magical run. And you still haven't beat none of the top teams in the West. They haven't beat Golden State. They haven't beat Utah. They haven't beat the, uh, Phoenix. And this is all in their backyard. You know yeah. what I'm saying? They, they barely beat Dallas. But I think Luka might have been gone. And like you said, don't sleep on Dallas in the playoffs. So I just don't see, from, from, from the data that I have, I just don't see them being a contender. I know you want to say, hey, it's LeBron. But it's just like, he, he ain't really putting no fear in no one's eyes right now. You know what I'm saying? Without AD. Yeah, so, and to so your point on that, oh, go ahead, Pat. You say yours, and I go. I mean, should he like should should LeBron be fearing people in year nineteen? Okay, uh, I, I was going. Yes, I'll answer, I hope one, second, one second. Even when Kobe, even when Kobe, they said, "Hey, when when it was a year when uh, Pat, the Thunder was going against the Lakers, and then they're like, yo, you got the Lakers down two or something like that.'" Durant said, "They still have Kobe." You don't ever want to just think that it's okay when you have going against Kobe Bryant. And LeBron That's, ain't tore no Achilles, but go ahead. I mean, but that was that was like Kobe in like year 16 or 17. Year Something 17, like my guy really was still hurt. that guy. I know what you're he's talking about. Guy. So, but he, LeBron, yeah. it's, all these numbers and doing all this crazy stuff, he's not pumping no fear in nobody's hearts. I'm just saying, man, it's, it's kind of like an unrealistic notion to think that you should be scared of LeBron in year 19. You shouldn't be scared of nobody in no sport in year 19. To do the things you ain't had no injuries, Pat, you, you should still be feared. If Kobe never tore his Achilles, he would have still been going crazy every year. Yeah, well, I, I agree with that. I, I do, man, but it's like LeBron ain't had it's, it's a young man's game. That's like 37, 38. It really like, not, though, when it comes to the playoffs and the championship. It's not a young man's game, though. It geez. is in the regular season. I agree with that. But in the playoffs, it comes down to who gets to play bully ball, who gets to, who, who can play the ball, who, you know, who can play, play through fouls and shoot through fouls. We talked about this before. You know, who's That's willing to take that, give that extra effort? That The young guys ain't really doing that. You, you have, like y'all said about Aiton, there's a young guy here and there that shows that he has that manliness in him to, to shine during the playoffs. But, um, yeah, man, go ahead. Go ahead, Rodney. You said that, did you say that last year? It was about the young guys. I mean, Giannis is not young. I mean, yes, he is. he's Giannis not old, but he's not young. He was 26 last year. I'm saying it's a young man's game, but you know, he won against, he beat the Nets, but they wasn't fully equipped, bro. We know he was, they was getting their asses beat by the Nets, y'all. Y'all act like y'all forgot that. Yeah, but I'm, no, and I'm Kyrie saying Kyrie got hurt, and then they lost. Yes. It was It was about the young guys. You had Trey Young. Trey Young was, Trey Young birthed last year in the playoffs. Uh, Devin Booker birthed last year in the playoffs. 
Um, who's in the, another guy in the West that that was that Mitchell. was who? Donovan Mitchell. Mitchell. Um, all these guys, Luca guys were hooping last year in the playoffs. And if now Kyrie never went down. Y'all wouldn't be saying that because the Nets would have won the championship. But go ahead. We we don't we don't know that. We'll never know. We we never know if, if I know if they Kevin, was kicking the Bucks ass and Giannis was looking timid as hell in the press conferences, but go ahead. Kevin never went down in the damn in the in uh against Toronto before Toronto for that championship. We said that they probably would have won as well too, but we'll never know that. That they're not gonna get a ring for if. You know what I'm saying? I'm we not can't saying get it. it's not a young man's game, but we, we can't get an if for them if uh if Kevin Love and damn Kyrie Irving didn't go down with the Cavaliers, we didn't get an if for that shit. If you can you didn't get an if you didn't get an if for um when Draymond Green got suspended either. No one gave y'all them an if oh, for that. It was back. We still they still he's he came back. They don't break out the nucleus. He they got suspended in the most in the in the uh, elimination game, man. Stop one game and they could have won the rest of them. It was an elimination game, and you suspended their their only defender, their he best defender. Hit. Excuse me, shit, their best defender, bro. <laughs> and remember, and, and they had no they, that that was their best um defender. They had no big man because Bogut got hurt after that. But go ahead, man. Defender, but he was the dumbest goddamn decision maker. You shouldn't hit him in the nuts. So LeBron's allowed to put his nuts on top of a man's head though, and he's not supposed to react. I I get you. Michael Jordan did when he dunked on niggas. He put his, he put his nuts in people's face. LeBron all the time. didn't dunk on anybody. He walked <laughs> over Draymond while he was on the floor and put his nuts over that man's head. Uh, Iverson did the same thing. Should Allen Iverson been suspended for that? Derek Fisher. I mean, Tyrone Lue should have kicked that nigga in his nuts like Draymond so, did. Blamed <laughs> Allen Iverson. Yeah. Boom. Nah, we didn't blame him because nothing nothing happened. No one got suspended. All right then. You but if they about suspended he- AI for stepping over him. It would have been yeah. stupid. It would have been stupid. All right. But but anyways. Yeah, all right. We're not even talking about that, man. All right. Anyways, let's talk yeah, about oh, but let me let me say this last point though. Um, like yeah. I said, LeBron is having a good individual year, but I do right. want to say that um LeBron is also he's he's also just he's also shooting a lot of shots, and he's not, I feel like me and Pat had this conversation before. My man needs to do more other than just pad his stats and actually play defense and stuff, and that will make the team better. But, you know, all the blame goes on Russell Westbrook like we do with every LeBron team. We find all of his teammates to blame, and we don't find the things that the best player could have done differently in order to make his team better. And what I say as someone who looks at what the best player should do and he should have he should play use his energy that he's using to shoot all of those long shots and that aren't when they're down by 10 points and they're giving up all these leads just or lebron also doesn't go to the hole lebron should go to the hole every play because he's a freight train but he don't like to go to the free throw line so he he shoots a lot of shots he's shooting better this year but i'm just saying play better play more defense man you know t- uh do, use your energy on the defensive floor to make the team better and you know but LeBron's playing good individually. Y'all gonna keep giving him credit, like he's is. doing so good. But go ahead. Yeah, nigga, do. But y'all are five hundred. Lakers are five hundred, though, man. It's just it's sad. All these players. They're about to be twenty one nineteen. What, what's, the <laughs> what's the score with the Hawks game? They up by three. Well, all right, man. So Rodney, get it to who's the MVP, man? Please say LeBron. Uh, 
Uh, right now. Who the MVP I, right now? If right now, if I were to pick an MVP, if the, the, the shit was damn right now at this goddamn second. Oh, Lord. It would be LeBron. Mm. LeBron who? <laughs> LeBron James. And I'm going to give you my damn whistle. <laughs> explain why the hell you say that. I'm going to give you why I say that. See, right. we was on positive vibes and, and all of that. Go ahead. I don't need nothing biased, and I'm not trying to be biased about it. I'm just saying exactly about what has been going on over the last, we was going to go over the last 10 games. No player. We based the MVP last, on the 10 games. Go ahead. No, over the last 10 games have done the things that LeBron has done. But y'all, are, the Lakers are like two and eight or three and seven in those games. They're a six seed in the damn West. It does not matter exactly what their damn fucking record is at the end of the day. They're over 500. And we already had a conversation. You said Russell Westbrook won the goddamn MVP in the six seed, correct? Yeah. He shouldn't have won it. Right now, at this time, at this won point, it. You know, I would I would give it to far as I would give it to LeBron. Now, prior to that. And you know Westbrook was averaging a triple double though. Like LeBron's yeah, not he, doing that. He's having triple double. LeBron is averaging twenty eight fucking points a game in the year nineteen. So him and being in year nineteen should give him credit in the MVP no, conversation. But, but he's still leading the damn. He's still leading his fucking team, bro. He's leading his and team. He played, hold on, hold on, Rodney. I, I hold on, Thurston. One second. He played what? half the games and has the most thirty. You also games. said earlier that certain players shouldn't be. You said Harden shouldn't have got MVP against Wrestles. Triple double year because he didn't play as many games, and but LeBron's played half of these games. Rodney, please make it make sense. Westbrook, make you it make West, sense. Yeah, Russell said? won it, and I said James Harden should have won it. You said James Harden shouldn't have won it because he missed too many games. LeBron has he played missed, half the year, bro. Yeah, he missed ass games that year. He did miss ass games that year. LeBron missed what? I don't know how many games, but he's missed like a lot of games. He missed nine games or something of that nature, and then came back and fucking is nigga averaging now over thirty some odd points and losses. Uh, they're not. Go ahead, they, Thurston. They, let Thurston talk. Let Thurston say uh, something. Let's nah, bring this up because you said that in the no, last wanna, ten games. Hold on, hold on, real quick. That? So in the last ten, wait, when the last ten games, yep. Out of ten games, they only won four. All right, that's fine. So they, how are you saying? So I want to say. So how how that's how why are you bringing this up? How is he the MVP just because he's scoring points, but your team is losing? But is it the MVP or the MVT? Which one is it? It's, it's so MVP. Rodney, you've all all of the <laughs> MVPs except for Russell Westbrook have been given to a player whose team was having a, a very good record. Okay. But so now why are you changing the rules for LeBron? The rules they they did. I didn't change the fucking rules. They gave it to Russell Westbrook. He averaged a triple double, and his team was a six seed. And but LeBron's not averaging a triple double. And bro. They, the same podcast that we talked about when we said exactly that Steph Curry should have won it last year if they made the eighth seed. Correct. Debatable. So what's the difference? First of all, you asking me? MVP trophy is a very inconsistent trophy. I've said that many times on this show. Um, and, and I don't like the trophy because it doesn't have a criteria for it. So every year is somebody different for something different. So, and that's, and what award in sports do you give somebody 
something for something different every fucking year. Like the QBs, the quarterbacks, they get the MVP because they have most yards, most damn touchdowns, best completion rated percentage and all of that. In basketball, the MVP is based upon a bunch of bullshit. It's because it's popularity. So it's whoever we want to prop up for this year and make seem like they are more, and we, we want to put more media coverage behind. And we're gonna like like I'm not saying Giannis did not deserve his MVPs, but if you were trying to prop up or give more attention to a demographic, you will make Giannis the MVP. You know what I'm saying? Got- but I'm just saying, what's the real criteria though, Rodney? Steve Nash they- won two MVPs in a row, and he should not have. My opinion is is LeBron, but what I was gonna say before that was it was Steph. Steph had it locked. Steph, he, he, Steph he, and KD uh, are before LeBron, bro. It's not even close. Steph got, Steph got the record. Steph got the record. And after Steph got the record, LeBron went on his little streak and Steph Curry fizzled. He kind of like fizzled. Hey, out. Rodney, what you're showing is that you don't value winning and you only care about LeBron's personal stats. That's what you're showing because KD and Steph are both having way better years than LeBron is. Uh, off, whether we talking about because first of all LeBron doesn't even buy into the defensive floor so that's the first reason why he's not a, can I are you gonna let me somebody go ahead man you talk for like five minutes man go ahead no, I didn't. Every, time I, every time I talk you start go talking. ahead man go ahead bro <laughs> it, it is maybe we're talking about Kyrie I'm trying to cut off all my LeBron <laughs> points because you don't you know you ain't got no rebuttal for him but just no wait. it's not even when we talking about we talk Go ahead, bro. I'm letting you talk, but I got something that I would like to say about why LeBron's not MVP, if that's okay with you, bro. <laughs> All right. LeBron is not playing better than Steph or KD. It's not even close. And mm-hmm. even Giannis is having a better year than LeBron. So he's Giannis is in there before LeBron, too. Because mm-hmm. all of them are winning games, Rodney. That's what's supposed to matter with the most valuable player. That's why you're valuable, because your team's winning something. So that's mm-hmm. why Russell should not have won the shit over uh because he's averaging a triple double congratulations that was a very good thing it's hard as hell to do but that is not what makes you the most valuable player that may be you're the best player obviously the best player on your team and that means you're the best all-around player but if we're talking about actual value the value comes in how much are you contributing to wins on your team so that's what i always consider what most valuable players should mean so, um, but you, you, you're changing up the rules for LeBron. Because when you say, go ahead. I know you want to get into it, man. Go ahead. It even more, more, even it, it kind of validates my point even more because you okay. say is that as far as how much you're contributing to their wins. So if LeBron is not in the game, how many games is the Lakers winning without LeBron and AD? All right. Okay. Oh, so you just, no, you just told you no. the last 10 games is which to your point, was no, that why this is LeBron is the MVP because of the last 10 games and y'all did not win the majority of them. No, or I'm they asking, or you know. No, I'm asking. So I'm asking you a question. Out of the 20 games they won right now, LeBron and AD not playing. How many games is the Lakers winning? You said LeBron and AD not playing? Why why you bring AD up in here? He's been out there. Have to do oh. with it, bro. Take LeBron out the equation right now. How many games are they winning right now? Well, Lakers have a decent roster, whether LeBron is on it or I not. I think they bro. were winning without LeBron. I think they won without LeBron. Yeah, we should go back and look. Yeah, because they beat San Antonio. Melo uh, had, had a real good game. Yeah, they think they beat Memphis because that's when um, Lamella, Carmelo had 28. 
And I think I think that's when LeBron was in playing and they lost to OK OKC. And then I think LeBron came back. They're pretty so much they the same team, won. whether LeBron's in yeah, there or same not, team. Bro. You're acting like LeBron leading the league in plus minus or something, bro. He's, he's having a good year individually because he's shooting a lot of shots and he's efficient with those shots. But those shots aren't leading to no wins, bro. That's just what's happening. But let Pat get into it, man. My guy ain't talked in a minute. Go ahead, Pat. How you feel, man? Um, Who's the MVP, Pat? I'm going to go with DeMar DeRozan, bro. Mm. That's a nice pick. 27, 5, and 5. Like The Bulls are number one in the East, if I'm not mistaken. They are. Man, it's because of him. Hell, they got the same team from last year. They just added DeRozan to the to the well, team. They, they got Vucevic too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and they, they got, got Ball. Did they, hold on, did they get? They didn't get Vucevic last year though. Nah, Lonzo and Vucevic came this year. Okay, well, yeah, <laughs> they I got mean, a whole. Yeah, they got a different team. I, I like that, but DeRozan's that guy right now. He's um, definitely the guy. I mean, you could easily say, you know, if. Dark, you know, I would say he's a dark horse right now. You know, Steph probably got it on lock, in my opinion. But if I had to go with somebody different, I'm, I'm gonna go with DeRozan, bro. Uh, you know, just because people said that him and Zach Levine wouldn't look good together, they their games don't fit. He can't shoot the three. That's all you heard all summer about. He's not a proven shooter. He don't play defense. It's like he ain't really been impressive in San Antonio. And then he goes to Chicago and proves everybody wrong from all the things they really said about him, and he's playing good ball right now. So I would say um, DeMar DeRozan, man, he's my MVP just because of all the things that he had to deal with and still got Chicago number one in the East right now. Yeah, I like that pick, man. Yeah. I guess so. About four or five. I mean, to me, it kind of looks like DeMar DeRozan Marbles and our long since Toronto. I mean, kind of putting up twenty something points a game, but I guess I guess it's just on a different scale, you know, saying because it's the Bulls, but you know they have a good team. Yeah, you know, because I mean he's he's averaging what twenty seven. Zach Levine's averaging twenty seven. Yeah, that's twenty six point nine, twenty six point three. I'm sorry, 27-26. Yeah. Great numbers from two two guys in the backcourt. Right. So, but anyway. he's hitting more game winners and shit like that. So I get why people would say Demar, you know, is leading the team, and he did give them a new spark. But Lonzo is really the, you know, the engine that's running that new look they got. But go ahead. We got the steals, him and uh, Caruso. Yeah. So uh, I mean, and I say my shit quickly. You know, I, I already basically said it arguing with Rodney, but I say you got to say Steph is is number one right now. And I'll say KD is it, KD and Giannis are both in a close second and third because they're having flip floppy. Sometimes KD doesn't play so well. KD normally plays really good. Giannis plays pretty good every night. Um, and Giannis is doing more with a little less than everybody else has, you know, so, um, but he also has a really good team. So um, I, I'd say I'm top four or five real quick. I would say Steph is one, KD is two. Um, Giannis is three. Um, then I would have to say DeMar is in the conversation right there. And LeBron's not even in the top five. He's not even, um, I'm not even thinking about LeBron. I would say Luca over LeBron. Luca has no, Luca don't not have the talent that LeBron has. And he got the same record as the Lakers. So, you know, but we won't give Luca no credit. You know, let's just, let's just act like LeBron is the GOAT. Luca. Yeah. 
So yeah, man, that's all I got to say about that, man. So let's let's get into this last topic and then we'll end it off with that. Um, Thanks for my MVP. To- oh my bad. <laughs> I'll go real quick. I'm, 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 I mean, I'll go real quick. Mine's uh, KD. I would say Steph. Um, I, I just because I love the man's game. You know, what I'm saying skill, skill, Joel and B. I got. I think he needs to be, needs to be up in there uh, too yeah. because yeah. of you know doing it without Ben Simmons. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I was I'm gonna done. say him there first, but go ahead. Yeah. Yeah, my bad, bro. I forgot. I thought you uh got your shit off. But for the last topic, I want to hear what's the top three uh basketball mm. movies of all time. Mm. Um, in your opinion. Mm. I start mine oh. off. Um I'm struggling with between one and two. So one and two is for me, he got game and above the rim. And and I, it's hard for me to choose between those two. I like love them the same for different reasons, like the equally. But and then the third one, I gotta say, um, probably Sunset Park is my is my third one. Yeah, Sunset, Sunset, Sunset Park. What time is yeah, it? Time to get live. Time to get lit. Yeah. So yeah, what y'all what y'all shit though, man? I, and it's a bunch. You know, we can we can name all the movies. You know what I mean? But I gotta if if I had to, if I was on an island, that's how I feel like. If I was on an island and I had to pick three Ooh. movies, I need them yeah. three. Well, I gotta be. Yeah. I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do mine real. Do mine real quick because mine's identical to Jimmy's. I go. He got my. He got game first. Above the rim second, and then um Sunset Park, and then I'm gonna put uh, like Mike in there. Now I'm bullshitting. Hey. Well, I'm about to say this nigga here. <laughs> go ahead, no, third. Okay. I'd rather watch uh, pretty Coach much Carter the same, like pretty Mike. much the same thing, pretty much the same thing. But um, I gotta go for sewing the hole. Sewing okay. the hole, okay, okay. Sewing the hole, yeah. That, so right that, was, there. that was good. Hey man, I, I ain't gonna lie, bro. Like, I love he got game, but it can't be my number one, bro. I gotta go with the hard <laughs> scar your motherfucking ass, boom. <laughs> I gotta go. With a butter reel first, because can't nobody shoot that thing like Tubby Shepard, baby. So I'm gonna go with you know, uh, uh butter reel first. He got game second, and man third, man. I'm gonna do an oddball, bro. I probably go with the Six Man. Ah, oh, I love that movie. Yeah, ah. Six Man was my jam, bro. I just yeah, I don't know. I just like the movie, bro. I don't know why. Love that movie. Yeah, thought- Soul in the Hole was cold too, though. Yeah. I thought you were gonna say Wonder Man. <laughs> hey, you know what was a sleeper? A sleeper uh that a teacher actually put us on Pat um Finding Forrester. Oh yeah, oh, that, yeah was that was a good one. Yeah. Because the teacher because it was in I forgot what class it was, and the teacher was like, I want to show you guys this movie. And we're like finding Forrester. It's like it's whack. Me and Pat was like, Oh, it's whack. And then she put the movie on, it was about basketball. It's like, oh yeah. snap. Yeah, hey, I think I might have watched that, that, that in school that too, though. Well, for the first time. Yeah, 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 yeah. What teacher was that? Thursday, you remember? No. Oh man, I, 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 I think it was. Uh, it was like an older lady with red hair. I think it was a history class. I know it was me, Pat, and Erica, and Glenn Trill was in there. And then I remember like it was yesterday because we was in the class when they called him out after he got that charge. Yeah. Okay. Yep, I remember that. And it was. I think it was in history. I fuck with rebound, you rebound, know, for, okay. you know, I like rebound too, but Rodney, what's, you said yours already, right? 
Yeah, yo, mine is just like mine is just yeah, like. So I'm your trying to say. I'm trying to name some of the sleepers. Like rebound was a blue chip. One. Blue chips. Yeah, there you go. Blue chips is fire. Coach yeah. Carter. Coach Carter was good. Was good. White, white man can't jump. Oh yes. damn. Yeah. See, yeah. damn. See, damn. that's 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 before like a lot of them we named. Yeah. My boy Billy Hoyle, boy. I forgot that one, boy. Mm-hmm. Damn. The air up there. Yeah, yeah, can't jump. That's a classic, bro. Yeah. Air up there was fire. Air up there was straight. Oh, air up there. Um. Hey, y'all seen that? Uh, I know, I know, I know. Pat and Rod seen this movie more than a game. Yeah, I, you know, I ain't seen that bullshit. Thanks, <laughs> <laughs> hey, bro. Was it good? About white man can't jump. The, the original Space Jam. That was a good. Oh one. yeah, there you go. We how we forget Space Jam, nigga? That's that's top three for sure for me, or top four. Space Jam <laughs> come right after. What did I say was my third? Uh, uh Sunset Park. Oh yeah, Space Jam come right after Sunset Park. No. Loving basketball, loving basketball. I don't really care for watching. Uh, you know, Omar Epps hoop ain't got no replay value. Replay value for me. His oh, nigga dude. game is too awkward for me. Bro, you got. Like, hey, man, I was just telling my coworker this, bro. I hate when they pick people to play a role, knowing them fools be uncoordinated, bro. You yeah. go get somebody to hoop. They gotta be real hoopers, bro. Hoopers like, get seated. Them boys can't play no ball, bro. Like, coming, coming yeah, can't play no damn basketball, bro. Oh yeah, yeah he looked mad weird. Too. He looked uncoordinated as hell in that movie with Queen Latifah. Mm-hmm. Did y'all watch that Uncle Drew? I never Uncle seen it. Was great. Great. It was great. It was yeah. It was great. It was, I ain't never finished it. I ain't never finished. I never watching seen it. it. Like Mike though. Right like, now. like Mike though. Like, like Mike wasn't <laughs> a bad movie though. It wasn't. Wow. It, wasn't, it, wasn't. You know, it ain't no top Kevin five. Kevin Durant got a movie? Y'all ain't seen that Cornbread Early Me, though. Hell yeah, I saw Cornbread Early Me. Crazy as hell. You got to go way back and watch what the, the uh, what, Hey, what was the Earl the Manigault movie called? Rebound. Rebound. Yeah, that's what I said earlier. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I, did, okay. I thought you were talking about Rebound Martin movie. Yeah, I did too. <laughs> nah, that's a lot. Trash. Yeah, I'm talking about Marlon's movie. I'm like, bro, he okay. You know, I, hey. I don't like that movie, bro. He ain't do basketball no justice with that one. Yeah, it's it's a it's a lot of good basketball movies out there, man. But I I have to say that he got game is my favorite because I watched that game before every Manheim game. Every yeah, yeah, someone's house. Because okay. it, that game taught is it didn't it also it taught you real life how to apply streets with basketball distraction yeah. with basketball and then also it showed you how to pretty much become a good become a basketball player it gave you the me- show you mechanics like ray allen shooting yeah and all that good stuff whatever he got above the rim was just that street ball you know just i'm gonna it's whoop you and kill yeah, you see, he got game got the you know the like that my career 2k type of feel like uh yeah, you right. you making it through out the hood and you, you make it to the league and all of that. That's what's so good about that. But, you know, and the best part about he got game compared to above the rim is that it was a real NBA player. So to your point, we did, we got to learn so much by watching yeah. Ray really going through these ropes. It was like, Dan felt so real that he met Rick Fox at the college and all of that and mm-hmm. had all the other uh, thotties waiting Thank on you. him and all of that. 
So yeah, so it just made we all really went through that type of shit, you know, at least in high school, middle school, and shit like that, you know, living overseas yeah. and shit like that. Well, some of us did. Let me not say we all, but uh, but yeah. So I'm just saying it was just a real feel. And the sunset, uh, I mean, uh, above the rim though, it was like a um, he just Dwayne Martin could hoop though. That's what was good about that. Is like yeah. damn, like I ain't know Dwayne Martin could hoop like that, you know. So and the movie was more rugged. It was more raw. Then, then he got game for the most part. But Denzel, the fact that Denzel could play one on one against Ray Allen and at least compete a little bit, even though they made it seem like that in real life, that nigga would have dogged him and he would not have scored. You know what I'm saying? But Denzel, he showed me some shit in that movie. I was like, damn, not Den- Denzel been my favorite actor ever since he got game, my nigga. He, you know, for many other reasons, but he did. He got game and played basketball and looked like he could compete with Ray Allen in the game. That was crazy. And hey, that boy showed you that you could use your left hand on the right side. Yep. <laughs> hey, bro. And he in that last three? When he hit Ray Allen with the left hand layup on the right side, went straight to the part. Like, yep, that's yep. a move I got to add. Yep. I ain't teach you that, though. I ain't, I ain't teach, you teach you that one, though. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's like, yeah, that's right. Bad, bro. I'm like, damn. And then he everything off the glass. He wanted them dudes, you know, like them old school dudes. Some niggas don't do nothing but glass shots. That he was boy. one of them type of dudes. That bank shot work if you can hit it. Oh, yeah. I love the bank. Yeah. So. But yeah, man. All right. Let's leave it there, man. Uh, did everybody, y'all got, y'all gave y'all shit. So yeah, man. Let's leave it there, man. That was a great episode, man. I appreciate y'all coming through. Salute to all the subscribers, man. And episode 45, man. Any last words? Nah, I'm good, man. Watch these Lakers try to get this W tonight. Malik Monk had watch it lose. Malik Monk had 21 points at halftime. What the hell going on? Misha Larry with the earth. I see you tell him, baby. Yeah. Uh, on my mind, body, and my soul. I'm trying to get control. I gotta hit the goals. Time's not in your control. I gotta make the most of the time slots before we end up in a pine box. Y'all could be suckers, but I'm not. Your soul is for sale, but mine not. Nah, fuck how these niggas feel. I'm trying to get a meal. Cops trying to get a kill. Man, lifestyle is the feel. Stop trying to get the real. Cause y'all just some GMO niggas. They should be CMO niggas. But all they can see is whole niggas. I don't know what we should do about it. It ain't really nothing new about it. Just do me this favor. The shit hit the fan. Don't say it. Just show me that you about it. Just be true about it. Tell you my goals, boy, you would doubt it. Don't want your judgment cause you would cloud it. Don't want to fuck with you, you a coward. Cause you the niggas said you were solid.